the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. July 16th, so we're deep in the summertime months. I just got back from a little mini vacation. Feels like Wall Street kind of enjoying the same kind of mentality because it just feels not exciting. Joining me now, Patrick O'Hare from Briefing.com, Briefing.com's market strategist, market analyst. How are you, Pat? Hi, Rob. I'm doing fine. Thanks. So, eight up days, and I'm not excited on the S&P 500. <laughs> Shouldn't I be, like, losing my mind happy? Well, uh, yes, I suppose you should. But uh, I think the um, thing that's maybe setting in here and why there's a lot of anxiety surrounding the, the move is that it is so clearly predicated on the artificial support that's being provided by the Federal Reserve. And so um, I don't think the market is um, standing on its two fundamental legs right now. It's just simply, you know, resting on the back of monetary policy. And, um, you know, and yet in the face of that, we continue to see, um, you know, economic forecasts for world growth come down. Uh, you know, Europe's still in a deep recession, uh, and the U.S., while comparatively better, still isn't, like, growing gangbusters by any means. So, off the record, you and I are at a bar. We probably could expect a correction, right? Because, like, well, things are too good. It's too easy right now. Yeah, I guess, you know, just what's that uh, fundamental law of gravity? What goes up must come down, you know, I guess. So at some point, sure, you know, you should see some corrective activity. And, and But, you know, the issue is, you know, what's going to catalyze that correction? We we got a little bit of a taste of it a few weeks ago when, the you know, the market started to react to the possibility of the Fed tapering prematurely uh, in the market's eyes. And then, of course, we saw the, you know, the slingshot right back to the highs with the, uh, you know, Fed officials calming everybody down. So, um, you know, what's likely to, to catalyze any type of meaningful correction at this point would be, I think, you know, a, uh, a recurring instance of disappointing guidance out of the corporate world that starts to raise some questions about um, the Fed's credibility and its ability to really, you know, jumpstart economic growth. Because I think what we're really seeing, again, is that you have, you have this divergence between the real economy uh, which is not so great still uh, five years into the into the monetary policy easing, and then you have the what we call the surreal economy, which is the capital markets economy, which has you know gone gangbusters because it's just eating up you know this easy policy and um, and truly subscribing to this adage that you don't fight the Fed, and that's taking stock prices to new highs. 
What do you make out of the positive results of Goldman Sachs and Johnson Johnson? They were pretty good numbers, and they reported real earnings. Absolutely. You know, those those two companies, you know, they certainly jump out as uh, as standouts today. Um, you okay. know, Goldman Sachs uh, kind of returning to form, if you will, uh, easily topping the consensus earnings estimates and uh, showing some some real strong growth, uh, you know, helped in part by uh, underwriting activity and its trading activity. Uh, Johnson & Johnson doing well with, uh, you know, sales of their consumer products, you know, up around the world. And, you know, they were helped by their acquisition of Synthesis. Some, somewhat, but even if you exclude that, you know, the organic growth was, was decent enough. Um, so, yeah, two companies that are standing out, executing very well, and, um, you know, and should be rewarded for that performance. But, you know, conversely, then you have a company like Coca-Cola, which uh, didn't do so hot this period, and you have another company like Cintas, uh, which provides uh, uniforms to uh, employees within the services and industrial sectors, and, and they're coming out, and they you know, missed estimates and are also kind of, you know, talking about all of the uncertainty that still remains in the economy. And, you know, that follows right on the heels of UPS, which is, you know, talking about a slowdown in the industrial economy. So you have these these mixed messages, and, um, and it does boil down to some company-specific execution that's going to make the difference, it looks like. It's interesting that you bring up UPS because that was a big tell, they're a shipping company, and they are telling us that the economy is not glorious. So I just keep coming back to, can we make nine up days? And it just feels silly to me where we are. But on the other hand, I'm like, I'm okay with it. It's... <laughs> Well, you know, you know, it's funny. I think the big tell that day was, you know, UPS went down what five, six bucks. You know, they came out with a, a stark warning about the slowdown in the industrial economy that they expect to persist, and the market traded higher. Um, there was another day last week where Gartner came out and said, uh, you know, PC shipments are going to be down, I think, 11% year over year in the second quarter. And guess what were the best performing components that day on the Dow? Microsoft and Intel, right? So, again, it goes right back to that original idea we discussed is that this market is really being, you know, underpinned by its faith in Fed policy and, and just really the this enduring belief that as long as the Fed has the market's back, nothing can go wrong. So, um, you know, that's going to become problematic at a point. Now, clearly, if you're sitting there with long-term holdings and, and, you know, sure, it's great to see the market keep going up here. But, you know, what we try to remind our readers anyway is to just be, you know, be prudent in that uh, portfolio management. Don't forget to hedge for some risk because, um, you know, we saw a few weeks ago that things can change in a hurry uh, when uh, interest rate change when uh, the market's faith in the Fed changes, um, and of course when there's just, you know, some unknown factor that starts to brew that looks to be problematic, you know, like we saw with Egypt and rising oil prices, but, um, you know, but again, with the Fed stepping in and again calming the markets and saying they're there for the long term, and um, these pullbacks tend to uh, stay pretty narrow in scope, but it will be you know, the loss of faith in the Fed policy that would be the real catalyst for some some true downside uh, momentum. Speaking with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. I read his materials daily. I can't live without them. Do you ever fear, Mr. O'Hare, that you just might miss something? Uh, And let me give you an example. I read this morning that Kanye West sold a plain white t-shirt for $120. And I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Right. I, I... 
I hit myself. I just don't get it. Um, do you ever fear that the market's going to move beyond you and you won't be able to see the trend of a young consumer? You won't be able to see the trend of the iPad replacing the PC? Or is this all data to you? Well, you know, sure. You know, there's always that fear that you're gonna you're gonna miss something, um, obviously. And you know, and I'll I'll do you one better than the $120 T-shirt. I think we saw yesterday that some you know vintage car sold for $29 million. You know, uh, it's a one-seater, and I don't know where anyone's ever gonna drive it. But in any event, you know, there's a lot of liquidity out there that's uh, being used to help drive up asset prices, alternative asset prices in this instance, but. Um, you know, I was talking with a, a mentor of mine yesterday, and, and I was asking him, you know, doesn't this kind of have a feel like back where we were in the late 90s and where, you know, fundamentals really got uh, detached there, and yet everyone was saying, look, you just got to ride it. You know, you just got to be in, involved in it. You're going to miss out. And, um, you know, and that paid some handsome dividends for sure for a period of, you know, three or four years. But, boy, when, you know, when the, the circumstances change, things came crashing down, if you will. And so you just never know when that time is going to come. I'm not saying we're having a crash. What I'm saying is that investors need to uh, be prudent about, you know, respecting the risks here and that this is not a risk-free market, notwithstanding what the Fed is trying to do to help boost stock uh, stock prices. Speaking with Patrick O'Hare, Briefing.com, Chief Market Analyst, I always like to ask the final question, what are you working on? Because it gives me insight into what you think might be important. Right. Well, you know, I hate to say it again, Rob, but I mean, I have no choice. But you know, we got, we have the uh, Humphrey Hawkins testimony uh, tomorrow and Thursday, and so uh, again, I'm you know kind of waiting with, with anticipation, like the rest of the market is, for what the Fed chairman is going to say in front of Congress, and if he's going to you know maintain that truly dovish uh, position that we heard uh, last week, and and then how the market accepts that. But you know, also of course, watching the earnings reporting period, um, you know, come in pretty decently at the start here, uh, but. You know, the market's not necessarily getting carried away with those results uh, because they have been, you know, uh, there have been some points of concern, you know, that we talked earlier with the warning from UPS and the disappointment from Coca-Cola and trying to balance those things with some positive surprises from the likes of Goldman Sachs and Johnson Johnson. So we're still early in the reporting period there, so I need to see a little bit more, obviously, about uh, what unfolds on the corporate front. <laughs> Thanks very much. That's Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com. Uh, briefing.com provides independent live market analysis of U.S. and international equity markets. And like I said, I read his stuff every morning. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. We could talk about the markets, which I'm pleased with, but eight up days doesn't feel legit. With that said, you know, do we get our gains in the first half of the year? Do we get them back half of the year? You know, if, if everything keeps unfolding as it has, the back half of the year is supposed to be a job creator, and job creators push economies. You could take a look at the simplest way of explaining it and saying that, you know, middle class consumes. So we need more middle class. We need more consumers to push our economy and to develop it. Stock market goes up 7 out of 10 years, so we shouldn't be surprised by the success Again, I'm not trying to poo-poo this market. I'm trying to say it feels a little odd, but that's okay. Goldman Sachs profit doubles on stronger bond trading. Higher interest rates should help the financials. 
You get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. To get your calls on the air. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. Wall Street takes a breath. Good day to you. I'm Bob Moon with a blue. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.